See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Crazy, 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 crazy. Just like Kung Fu Town. That's mm. where we live. We live in that village that needs to Shaolin be defended village. by the Shaolin. Yes, hi, this is... Welcome to Kung Fu Theater here on Radio St. Pete. And sometimes other places. Yeah. But mostly Kung Fu Theater from Radio St. Pete. Mm. Alright, my name's Matt. With me as always... Dr. Morbius. Who is fighting his way through a chocolate delicious a crackle crackle bar not sponsored by crackle but we could be if you're listening up there you know i think they only make crackle in those little novelty bat packs i don't think they make big crackle. really i love crackle yeah well aren't they like aren't they like crunch bars kind mm. of kind of maybe that's what i'm thinking of i don't know mm. i only know kung fu and bad movies mm. that's what we watch all day every day 24 7 <coughs> oh boy <laughs> you got that right you're right <laughs> like, yeah, that, that hard liquor you gave me. Yeah, it went down, you know. Chocolate and liquor. Oh man! So we're visiting the Shaolin Temple again for like yes, you know, the f- boy, fourth week in a row. You you want kung fu? You better be prepared for some Shaolin mania. It's running <coughs> wild, brother. Yeah. I'm, whoa. Oh, okay. That's yeah. That's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Shaolin Temple calling, saying that we they that there's some royalty checks that we need to send them if they. Yeah. Please. This yeah. one, yeah, we another visit to Shaolin World. Um, this is called the Eighteen Bronzemen. I thought that the Eighteen Bronzemen were going to be. I mean, they they were impressive. I thought they were getting more throughout the movie, but they were only like in a certain yeah. part of the movie. But they were they were impressive, and they. Uh, this is a very cerebral movie this week. <coughs> Lots yeah. of intrigue and uh, yeah, yeah. and craziness. And boy, when that gal shows up, more humps per square inch oh, than God. you could. Yeah. yeah. In case you're new to the show, I have a theory that the amount that the earlier a girl goes hmm, in a kung fu movie directly correlates to how good or bad it is. Um, and it's about halfway through they meet this girl, and instead of ending a sentence with a period, she ends a sentence with hmm, every sentence, every time, all day, every day. It's like wow. But, but at the beginning. When they first she appears, they keep calling her sir, and I'm like, are, are you kidding? Oh, are, you bl- are you blind or something? This, and that like this is later in the movie. We're kind of just talking about stuff for the you know for this first act. Uh, kung fu movies do this quite often. I even tried to search it out online and I couldn't find any reasonable answer. <laughs> At, for some reason, a lot a lot of kung fu movies they'll introduce a girl, usually a girl fighter, into the movie. And everyone says him, and boy, he's really good at fighter, and I don't know what he's doing, and he sure has strong kung fu, and you're like, this is obviously a woman. It, uh, it, obviously, like, and they, and this is no different, where they, boy, he sure is a strong fighter, I'm going to go fight him, and and. and and she speaks like a girl. She looks she like has, a girl. She has makeup, eyeliner like a girl. Boobs you know, like boobs a girl. Like a girl you know, um, and you're if like, if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, it's not a duck. It's one of those things that's just kind of in the kung fu world, and everyone watches it and shrugs and goes, "All right." It's I, in the lexicon of food. I though. guess they don't understand it's a girl yet. It, or we do something. But, uh, um, 
I guess they didn't train for that in the Shaolin Temple. Well, they have been in the Shaolin Temple for all of his 18 years before he got out of there. I guess he didn't see too many women in there. Yeah, this is, um, I guess we can get into it a little bit. The um, the movie starts out, uh, old haggard woman dragging a child behind her in tow and and goes to the abbot, the head uh, head Shaolin guys, and it's kind of like, would you please take this kid... um, I don't know, you know, like... He doesn't have any parents. Nope, everyone's been killed. It was There was a raid, and... I can't take care of him anymore. Yeah, and, yeah. and and she gives, like, a false story, kind of, we find out later. But originally, they're just kind of like, oh, you know, and they're like, well, if he comes here, he's got to be here until he can pass the, the test to leave. And she's like, I understand. And here's this lady. And she's like, she gives him a broken necklace, and she said, when you see the jade, you can come see me. And he's like, oh, okay. Um, like a little four-year-old kid. And he's like, okay. Bye, Grandma. I love you. And she's like, yeah, well, bye. And I, it, it, it was a pretty touching scene, to be honest with you. It, the kid was <coughs> lost his parents, you know, just with his grandmother. The only thing he knows and the only security and love he actually knows. So for her to leave, that was... A, it was, it, you know, the kid cried. It was a pretty powerful scene, I thought. You know, yeah, it, was it was sad. Scene, it was sad because you're like... Saying it was like Rosebud saying goodbye to yeah, innocence, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so um, and then it's just down to it, man. He, now, flash forward enough of that crap. Here's push-ups and punched and getting kicked and punched, and the greatest moment of my life. One of them. The sidekick who's kind of bullying him and picking on him. The second his face came on screen, I was like, I know who that That's is. Carter Wong from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble in China. He was Thunder in Big Trouble in Little yeah, China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can help you. I say that all the time. <laughs> There's a part in Big Trouble in Little China where they're like, they're trying to fake their way into this place and no one's buying it. And Thunder comes walking out, uh, you know, in a suit. And he puts up his hand and he goes, I can hop you. <laughs> he's chewing. He can't say help. So he says hop. And I, I've said that my whole life since I've ever seen that. Like whenever <laughs> someone's doing something, I'm like, I can hop you. And they look at me puzzled because no one knows my stupidity. Nobody knows what, what you're talking about. <laughs> Except what? me. And the second he showed up, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Carter Wong. <laughs> like yeah. what, a mere 11, 11 years before. Because I think it was 87 when Big Trouble came out. Was it 87? Was it that long? Okay. I think it might have been 86. Okay. But 10 or ten or 11 years, and I was like, oh, yes. No, yeah. this is 79. This is 76. 76. Okay, yeah. So it was like 10 or 11 years, you know. Okay. Uh, Did, yeah, yeah, he got yeah. a lot bigger. He was he was a muscular guy, but he wasn't steroidy, huge oh, big guy. Uh, like, okay. I mean, I don't know if he did steroids. He was pretty darn big in that... Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. You know, that's a movie we could probably do for Kung Fu. Oh, I love Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, we could do that. That's going to be the follow-up next week. No, not next week, but soon. Soon, yeah. Big Trouble in Little China, because I love Big Trouble in Little China. So, yeah, so he's like his kind of, he becomes like his side protector or something like that. He picks on him a lot, but But he's he's, trying to get him. He's getting tougher. Motivate him. Yeah, 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 because he also has a, a, a doughy sidekick who is more like a Three Stooges partner. Like they're they're serious, but he's not. And it's like a, it's, it's uh, a like good three friends, you know. It's like yeah. a trio of guys or whatever. Uh, they're friends. You have Thunder Carter Wong, who's gigantic and and like he's obviously the best of the school. And then you have our hero, who's he's trying really hard, but nothing. It's not coming real super easy. He has to work really hard for everything he gets, you know. Yeah. Which is a good uh, storyline, you yeah, know. Yeah. 
and then his goofball friend. Goofball friends. So then um, Carter Wong ends up. He's, he's he gets through the Shaolin temple, but then like the 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 other guy decides he wants to go and take the test to get out of Shaolin because you got to get to take a test. Right. Well, they, there's a lot of montages with the fighting, and you got to do better. And then yeah, yeah, they yeah, do yeah. a lot of that stuff where they're sitting in a bell while it's gonging. Yeah, right. And right, blood's right, right, coming right. out of their nose and something. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, hmm, yeah. you're not very good. And then yeah, they'll do Shaolin torture on them. Yeah, they're trying to do all this stuff here and there and. And uh, it's kind of really like you see so much of it. It's just like kind of normal. It's like Rocky training. Yeah, it's it's just montage kind of stuff, and you're like, okay. And and a lot of the like standing on poles, and then they learn how to you know lifting huge boulders and stuff of that. So and then they learn how to pole dance and you know, yeah, yeah. Well, stuff. we got to make money, make it rain, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so and then at this point, I think the reason that Carter Wong takes the test is because he wants to. Because he, he looks at his jade and he sees the jade writing. So now he's like, i got to go see my grandmother. And he's like, well, you're not going to see your grandmother until you pass through the, the, the test. Well, that's not Carter Wong. That's the other guy. Yeah, the other guy. But th- but yeah, like, right. he that's, wants, why, he wants he, that's go why he goes to him. Because initially he wants to go home, our hero. And his his goofball friend go, says, wants to go with him. And and he's not... This guy isn't very good at kung fu, you know. And so, so Carter Wong goes and says, no, no, I'll go with you. Just you go... Back. He already got. He already got <laughs> through it. He goes, "Now yeah. you go. You go take your test." And that's when they go through the bronze man guy. Yeah, the bronze man, and he fails horribly the yeah, first time. Yeah, the first time he. Fa- I thought that the second time he was going to fail at the end, but I guess he took enough of a beating where they said, "Okay, so well, you kept getting yeah. up for it." You know, he made, he he messes it up the first time. Yeah, and then they got to like you know. Yeah, that, so they. Well, let, we'll take a break and then we come back. We'll get into more about the actual testing and also the part where they were. Digging their hands in yeah, the sand. Yeah. I've seen that, and I know people do that, and they yeah. actually do that with rocks. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that and in other and movies. It, and it's it's a real practice. Uh, Isn't I, it like hot rocks or something too? No, I mean they can, but it's it's really just to kill all the nerves in your hand, so you don't feel anything anymore. Oh, so you can punch through bricks and stuff. Yeah, like that. but hey, I wouldn't advise it. All right, so uh, we'll we'll be right don't back. Try this at home. Kids. Don't try this at home, kids. Good morning, Charlie. Can the world heavyweight boxing champion match his fists against the lethal masters of the martial arts? Bamboo gods and iron men. From Harlem to Hong Kong and across the China Sea, they fear the name, the fame, and the fury of Black Cal Jefferson, the champ. He matched a left hook and a right cross against the skills of the Kung Fu killers and hit them right where they live in the land of bamboo gods and iron men where the naked fist is deadlier than a bullet. Black Cal Jefferson, he carved a path of vengeance and violence across the land of bamboo gods and iron men. From American International, rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. Oh, good grief. All right. Good ideas. Bamboo gods. Bamboo gods and, and iron, iron men. Yes. Not not Iron Man. Not Tony Stark. Or, <laughs> yes. Plural. Iron men. Iron men. Which could be the next Iron Man movie for all I know, but uh, I don't what care. do I know? Yeah. Who cares? I don't watch those. 
yeah. those comic book movies anyway. I don't even read the comic books anymore. Not the new <laughs> ones anyway. I read the old ones because they're better. Really? You don't, you don't read any no, of the new stuff? No. Well, no. rare. Really. I like, the, I like my comic books cheap and on crappy paper. There you go. So not expensive. Like my women. <laughs> Whatever that I, means. It means nothing. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. uh, so back to it. So now, this is the part where um, now he's tried to go into this the eighteen the the challenge of getting out of Shaolin is to defeat the eighteen bronze men. And you're like, huh? Okay, that's a little twist. And these just kind of pop. They're walking through like almost like an Indiana Jones set. Uh, and then these these things just pop up. You know, the and first couple are like robots. Like, they're like big, heavy robots. Yeah. And uh, neat sound effects. The Foley artwork was great, uh, where it was a lot of the crank, 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 yeah, and they're, yeah, yeah. they're hitting these, this this brass, and they're punching it and punching it. And he fails miserably the first time, which th- they were like, you could lose. They were kind of serious saying you could die doing this, but he didn't die. I mean, I think the first. I think they were just like, eh, you know. Yeah, right. They just said like, probably one dude died one time, so now they have to disclaimer it every time, saying, "Oh, you could die," you know, because yeah. this dude fell backwards. Fell and not <laughs> responsible for any death. In, exactly. In, in, uh, you know, little disclaimer. Exactly. The Shaolin disclaimers will get you every time. Before you go into the chamber of the eighteen bronze men, please read this. <laughs> Visit our Shaolin HR department. Yeah, right. Or, uh, uh, where no, uh, no, uh, no, no, no. You sign some paper and say like, yep. hey. Not yeah. responsible for you falling on your own sword. Anyway, so they go in, and he then he he goes into this because he fails. They put him into this healing stuff, but then they just go right back again. They're, like it's almost there's a little bit of recovery time, but they just kind of go back. Yeah, because we're already like at this point, we're already like thirty five, forty minutes into the movie. Yeah, this at first I started thinking this was gonna be the movie. I did too. I didn't think there was gonna be a second part. But then, yeah, then they get out of this, they get through this, and then it's like on to their actual movie, which is a revenge tale. So it's almost like you're getting two movies for the price of one, uh, two shorter movies. So, so they go through this, and each one of these uh, chambers offers a new twist on the Bronzeman, you know, and the the Thunder uh, Carter Wong, he's going through it pretty easily. He he'll he'll, he'll take a couple of shots here and there, but he's. He's a, he's better. He's, he's like better, yeah, he's the he's best better. guy in this. He gets through it, and then after each one, they say th- he says thank you, teacher, even though he's gotten beat up by them or he beats them up, and then they say you can pass. So they get through it, and then he's and the other guys, our hero is kind of trailing behind him. He's not going through it as fast, but he is getting through it. And um, then we cut to this weird. In the middle of this, we also cut to an evil guy. You're introduced to the bad guy yeah. who has all these uh, little gold model, bronze models of these bronze warriors, and he's like, "Hmm, these th- those Shaolin, we gotta kill them. They're going up against the Qin army, and we can't have yeah, that." Yeah, the Ming and the Qing. Yeah, not to be confused with that yeah, other word, which yeah, is exactly racist. not not to be said here. And, and and then he goes, "But we have a we have a a, a mole," and you're like, "Okay, hmm." So you go okay. So now there's some in- intrigue, but not a whole lot. They there's some political intrigue going they on. They say it, but that's about the end of it. And you're like, okay. So put that in your pocket because that's going to come. We'll dust that off a little bit later. So now foreshadowing. Yeah. As they so say. so now they get to the end. He the, our hero's gotten beat up pretty bad. Uh, Thunder kind of walked through it because he's Thunder. And uh, the very last one, there's this burning pot kettle in front of a, a door. And they're like, oh, this is the last test. And he lifts it up, 
one at a time they had to walk up. They lift it up and they carry it on their arms. And this is a trope that we've seen numerous times where Shaolin masters have dragons burned on their forearms. The last test is you have to carry the burning kettle, which puts the dragon burns the dragon tattoos on your arms. Oh, isn't that neat? So then he does it and it goes through and then it then it resets and then our hero does it. So then they both get out. Yay, we passed. There are the three abbots standing there. Hey, abbots! And then yeah. and then they bow down and they're like, okay, now you have to remember, don't be a dick and make sure you're a good guy and look both ways across <laughs> the street. Exactly. And, uh, don't take candy from strangers. Eat, eat only gluten-free uh, food, yeah, uh, you know, because yeah. you're gluten. I don't even know what gluten yeah, is. Yeah, wear protection when you go out on a date. Yes. You know, so like so they gives them the, the, those things and they said, we will honor you and blah blah blah, and then they off they go. So now, now they just tra la la, and they so kind of now, now they go, and then the guy goes, "Well, I have to go back to my village. He yeah, wants to yeah. go back and see his family." Yeah, he has the whole reason he's going is to go see his grandmother, go back to his village, and at that point, Thunder's like, "Well, um, I have my own little thing to do, so you know, I'll we'll meet up at the the Golden Flower or the 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 Flower Blossom Inn in some city, you yeah. know, in two weeks." To the local McDonald's. Yep, we'll meet up at the McDonald's. We'll grab a coffee and then we'll go. Yeah. Done and done. So they split off, and then now our hero goes to the vi- this village. It's all downtrodden, and he's like, "Where's my grandmother?" And then this dude's like, "Oh, huh, you're here, huh? You've been well, gone for a while, yeah. haven't you?" <laughs> yeah. Bad news bears for you, bro. She's long dead. Yeah. And uh, but I have something to show you. And then he goes and he digs out this treasure chest, and you're thinking, "Wow, is he rich?" No, it's just filled with stuff. So, memorabilia. Yeah, remember <laughs> he's like, sell this on eBay. <laughs> this is one of two. It's very valuable. Yeah, very valuable. No, so then this is where kind of it all unfolds. Now, your second movie, boom, magic second movie. He's like, oh well, you're not really that guy. We said you're the son of the great general that yeah. was killed by the Chings because he wouldn't marry because a woman he, or yeah, something. because he wouldn't uh, marry into their family and betray his his emperor. So we killed him. So, and he was killed, so we saved you. Here's his sword. Here's a proclamation. Here's a piece of jade. Go. Go get your revenge. Go avenge. <coughs> go, go get your revenge on. And he said, okay, I will. And there was a flashback showing the dad getting slaughtered and the mother's holding the baby, this little baby, our hero. Yeah, ninjas show up in this too. Yeah. Ninjas are, the ninjas ones are everywhere. Yeah, Ninja Mania, running wild, brother. Yeah, I thought it would be in the '80s, but in the '70s they were kind of testing the waters. Like, like, how far can we push this ninja movement? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. and uh, you know, and 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 the the mother's getting like ninja stars in the back over and over, and arrows and stuff, and and the and then that's when the uncle, who was the guy giving him the chest. He's like, I'll save the baby, and and the the dad's fighting him off. He's like, oh, save my son, and and make sure you remember me in flashback. And then they're they're like, okay, we will, we promise. Yeah, because he, <laughs> when he gave him the he gave him the parchment, and when he starts reading the uh, the the what you call it the 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 images, the text or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it, he starts getting the flashbacks. I was like, I was kind of lost for a second, going, huh? Yeah. And I went, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. There wasn't a lot of that fancy, wavy stuff that lets yeah, you know yeah, they're in a flashback. No, no, it was just like, boom. It's like, Smash cut, scene? flashback. That's yeah. what you're like, huh, okay. Oh, okay. Weird. All right. Yeah, so, um, you know, and, 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 and this was like a interesting that they introduced this kind of thing because it was like a reason to kind of move forward. Now, this is a more of the standard 
go avenge your father's death. He was killed for nothing. He was a really good guy. Everyone really loved him. So, you know, there's that whole shtick. And he says, okay. And, and it's neat because the dad fought with a flexible sword, which I have one. They're neat. I've never seen one this flexible because it's actually the belt. So the the like it wraps around you and then the handles like the belt buckle and you like pull it out and it, the whole thing, the sword unravels. They're usually not that flexible, but eh, it's a movie, so movie yeah, props, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very interesting swords compared to the katana, uh, the the Japanese sword, uh, samurai swords, which are pretty darn slice tastic. You know, the flexible ones are if you know how to use them, they're good, but. So no. he goes. So he goes into town and meets his buddy Carter Wong. Yeah. So the and so, but oh, but first he goes to get something to eat. Oh, let's let's take a quick break and then when we come back, we'll then it's the third act and get act ready three. for more hoops for, yeah, more hoops right. for squares than any other movie. When that dude shows up, which well, isn't a dude. Yeah, that dude with boobs shows up. Man, he's hot. All right, <laughs> we'll be right back. weapon of all time is the flying guillotine. Few men have ever been able to operate this death-dealing device, and only one was the master of the flying guillotine. Seymour Bordy and Associates presents the master of the flying guillotine, filmed in Super Cinevision. Rated R. Master of the flying guillotine. One sure way to get ahead. Wake up. Time to die. All right, Master of the Flying Guillotine is one of my pa- personal favorites. Yep. So, are you ready to are you ready to punch and kick and ma- and kung fu fight your way into the third act? Yes, we are. All right. Yes. So now our hero is sitting at a by himself, you know, ordering a vegetarian dish because you know they uh, they made a point of making sure that you know that the Shaolin only eats vegetarian, no wine, just some hot tea, and uh, there's a really idiotic arrogant like noisy boisterous person. Uh, person up at the top like this these are these grapes are stale and or these olives and throws them down on, from the second floor and hits, and our, hits hero. our hero yeah. and then this wine isn't any good there's there's ants in it or something weird and you're like okay yeah. she throws that on him and he's like hey you hey listen you and, and, and then the guy <laughs> says no don't go up there and bother him don't go up there and bother him and he's like what are you talking about he goes no no no, no. i don't want any fight in here or something like that yeah but he ends up getting pissed and goes up there yeah he's like oh and the other the other quote-unquote dude yeah the guy who's obviously a girl he's, <laughs> she's he she's like so you want to fight me and he's like, yeah, all right. So they start fighting each other. You yeah, know? And, and, and she's got a fan. And there. she goes, oh, but I got to tell you, I fight to the end. Like, that means you, you owe me your life if, 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 you know, this, and this was really annoying. They ran this into the ground a little bit much with this. And then she had a metal fan, which is a very potent weapon um, in real life. They usually, usually they're made of fabric, but the spines are, are metal. They can hurt and you. And they can hurt you bad. Um, so she's fighting with that, and then then uh, Thunder shows up. And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Settle. Let's settle down. Everyone, just take it back yeah, a notch." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "Let's go." And she goes, and he she goes, "Hey, you owe me. You you're mine now. You I own you." And yeah. he's like, "Huh? Don't you remember? I said if I didn't kill you, you were mine." <laughs> and he's like, "Huh?" And then they leave, and he's like, "Just forget it. Get out of here." And then they go out, 
And they're trying to ditch her. And, and they're going to fight the... They go on a boat. They go on a boat. And then she jumps onto the boat. She's like, oh, good From thing. From like 100 feet away because he's a hell of a jumper. She should be in the Olympics. Yeah, right. Ugh. Yeah, so she so she jumps on the boat and she's like, oh, good thing you didn't, I didn't hold you up. And she's being really sly. And he's like, oh, I hate you so much. And then they go to another place and then he's arguing. And then this fortune teller comes and like hits our hero with like darts like, he's like, oh, I got your fortune right here. And he hits the bottom and it darts flying to his heart. And they're like... And, and, and then she shows him. And she gets really angry and she just, she like beats the heck out of this guy and uh, jumps up on the thing. And when she jumps up, uh, half of the heart falls out. Half of a jade heart. And when you put them together, then you have a flashback again and it's like, whoever has the other half of his heart, that's your wife. And he's Even like, if it's a guy? Yeah. Wah, wah, oh. And then, and then he's like, oh. And he's like kind of in shock. And she's like, yeah, I knew it all along. I saw you. I, I knew you were supposed to be my husband. I'm going to take care of you now. Because he has darts hanging out of his heart. And then they come down. Because he's been put a hit on. Yeah. They, they, as soon as they get into town. The, you know, everyone knows who he is. Everyone knows who he is. And the, the, the Mings. Or the the Chins. The, the Chins. Chins. Yeah, they send everyone. And, and then... Um, you know, I know it's chins because I made the, the no, you're right, you're I made right. the Austin Powers. I got more chins in a Chinese phone book. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so he's getting healed up, and then then the goofball friend shows up, and you're like, that friend couldn't have passed the 18 bronze. And man. he's got his like Nazi bag all with him. Yeah, <laughs> this is, I guess the Shaolin bag. But yeah. if you didn't but know, it looks yes, like, uh, here's a little hint. You're gonna see a lot of Nazi signs in the kung fu movies. That's because the Nazi sign was actually stolen from the Buddhist sign. They just turned the they they flipped it and and rotated it forty five degrees. They, they basically turned that frown upside down. Yes, they did. So these are not Nazi symbols. They are uh, Buddhist uh, symbols. So now this guy shows up, and you're like, I don't think he would have passed that thing, but he did, which means that he had help, which means that the chins that's the chins mole. So he got out, and he's like, Oh, okay. And they get attacked by a ninja. And this ninja that night, yeah. Yeah, that night. By a ninja. And this ninja's doing pretty good until Thunder just gets sick of it and starts wailing on him. Which I was like, yes, finally. You know, because yeah. he, he, he hurt the girl. He hurt him. Like, like more, in, in, you know, there's more pain and stuff. So the, finally Thunder beats him up and beats him down pretty good and then pulls the mask off. And there it is. Goofy it's our goofy friend. friend. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you, you're a traitor. You're the one that's been... And then... Well, not yet. Okay, later. I was going to say, later, he, when he's carrying his uh, thunder, he's flashing back to all the times that thunder like, did something mean, and it was always to save him from, from the, other, the other guy. The other guy offered him ginger, which was poison. That's right, I forgot about The that. other guy didn't push him down into the medicine. Where then, that's right, I forgot so about that. So he was... Always, he was his protector. Thunder then, was then, always his protector. And then it turns out, I think, at some point, that Thunder basically, the, the kid's parents were killed, but the bodyguard, I think, of the that's fi- the son. The, he's, he's the, the body, son. Yeah. So he was sent by the bodyguard of the parents to the Shaolin Temple to watch out for this guy. Yeah. So because the, the the our hero's dad, who was murdered, you had don't a body. Out until he, later, yeah, had right. a bodyguard. The bodyguard, who was so guilt-ridden because he failed put his son in Shaolin to protect him so that's why he's there. So anyway, now they're on the road to, to they're on the road to nowhere. They go and they're fighting. They they go to for revenge. This guy shows up, but then there's like 10 of them. Yeah, the main they have guy, Doppel, the main, the main bad, bad, guy. bad guy. This is like the end scene. 
but the main guy has like doppelgangers everywhere. So there's all these guys going, meh, meh, no, I'm the chin, I'm the chin, and you're like, oh boy. And they dispatch some of these guys, and some of them just keep fighting and fighting and fighting. And this scene was pretty long. It did go on for about ten minutes. And I was like, you really should Uh, not be this long. And also, they weren't doing so good against him. No, they were getting their butts kicked. All three of them? I'm like, wait, three of them? Even the girl who was a pretty tough cookie? Uh, Uh, Okay, you know. So they're dispatching us of them, but then at the end we get the basically like the main fight between Carter Wong and Thor Thunder and the uh, and the main the real bad guy the real the, bad the guy the real bad guy. So they're fighting, I think, and the guy's like got like a sword. You can tell this blind guy or whatever throws him this. Like, this wicked guy sword. walks up with a wooden box and is just standing there yeah. like at attention, holding this box while they're fighting, and then finally like. After things get a little bit rough for the for the the chin, he goes my sword, and he throws it up in the air, and then the guy grabs it, and then he comes down with the sword. Now it's really on like Donkey Kong, as yeah. the kids don't say. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Then this is where like the the, the our hero and his gal are kind of like got pushed aside, and it's a main fight, and it's a main fight between Thunder and Chin, and Thunder runs him through. Sta- or, you know, I mean, uh, the bad chin runs the sword through uh, thunder from behind, but he has this little golden tiger. Yeah, which stops it from from being he able clamps to pull down it out. on it, so he can't pull his sword out. And then the other two, yeah, they just finish him off. They just like power strike his throat. Yeah, yeah, they had to get him a few times. They go get him in the throat. The girl finally did. I think either she did it with the the thing, or the guy did it. Or Both. Whatever. They did, and they would like take turns. Because that was when one of the coolest parts of the of the bronzeman was there was all these like pressure point techniques and all that stuff and like they would have these like robotic guy like bronzeman kind of coming at him in these in the, the the hallways and they had to like hit him only into the pri- pressure points to stop him and that's how they stopped him you know so then he's remembering back to his training and he's so they killed him and then that, then when he was carrying he's carrying his dead friend because Thunder is like well. That's when he expounds. Yeah, I was the son of your dad's bodyguard. He was so hard, uh, grief stricken because he didn't do his job. He sent me, so that's why I grew up beside you, protecting you. And then that's as he's walking back, carrying his buddy's dead body, and his girl's by his side. He's remembering all the times that he thought Thunder was being mean or bullying him, but really. He was just always protecting him. He was protecting him and getting him into shape. So kind of a cool story. It's a fun um, story. It was a good movie. It was a great movie. I, 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 I liked it quite a bit. It was one of those ones that you don't hear about a lot, but the it was one of the first ones by this famous director. I forget what his name is. Um, uh, I say I'm, I'm yeah, I, I, I read about him today. But yeah, I he, was this was like, he did a lot of very famous movies, and this was the one that kind of was like the aha moment in his career, and then after that, it patterned off of this one, and kind of he morphed and got better and better, but this is the one that like broke him through. So it was a good, really good. And um, there's like a return of the bronze men and the bronze women. And all oh that yeah, stuff. well once they get something, they don't let it go. It was an, it was an interesting twist. Yeah, you know, even the, and then, like I said, even the man with the iron fist fights uh, Dave Batista, who who his his um, power is when he's fighting, he flexes and turns into bronze. Oh, there you go. And and you can't get beat because. There you go. That's Dave Batista made out of metal. No thanks. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, he'll right. get the Terminator to help you kill him because you need it. But um, you know, 
So it's one you probably wouldn't hear of, um, but definitely worth checking out. Yeah, that uh, was a good movie. It was a great movie and a, and a great copy on on YouTube. Yeah, it was decent. Yeah, yeah um, it was I, nice. It, I, watchable. I watched it on the on my big TV and it was beautiful. So oh, cool. What do you give this one? I give it like an eight. I liked it. Yeah, I'm gonna say eight, eight with me as well. Uh, solid performance. Funny sometimes. Yeah. Serious. A lot of times it was a very serious movie. It wasn't like a nudge nudge wink at the camera kind of thing. It was a solid be- kung fu movie. You know. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we, we we believe it or not we kick around a lot of different ideas like even like kung fu hustle. And like we just had said, uh, you know, uh, uh, but not big trouble, <laughs> big trouble, little China. It is a kung fu movie. Yeah, but I bet you wouldn't watch it. But uh, so it, there's a lot out there that is technically kung fu, but this is just like one of those hardcore, straight up, real from the period, from the genre, with the stars. You know, yep. good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. All right, that's it for this week. We've rambled on long enough. My name is Matt. With me as always, that's more and we will see you next week with more kung fu glory. Oh my god, and, and that Kung Fu goodness means only one thing. You're listening to Kung Fu Theater. My name's Mao, with me as always. Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. And, and we have a special guest today. Yeah, special guest, Destructo. Destructo the cat. The, the cat that doesn't know when to stay out of a room. Yeah, he, the cat that like was now exploring all no, through the place. When I walk when I walk towards the studio, <laughs> if he wants to come in, he, he basically knocks me over. He's a big boy. And yeah. he just leaps at the door. <laughs> he literally does, and you're like, "Wow, want to go in, huh?" And yeah. he's like, "Yeah, I'm going in there." And there's nothing you can do. It's like sex with Kobe Bryant. There's nothing you can do oh, to stop it. Sing. Oh, <laughs> oh Can't nothing you can do to stop it. Blast from the past. Oh yeah. my oh, god. god! Wow, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, he's retired now. He's not. He doesn't know what to Kobe do. Kobe beef. Now. now there's something to talk about. Man, <laughs> good stuff. Okay. Japanese beef. All right. So anyway. This is about kung fu movies. Yes, it is. It's about and other things apparently. Kobe Bryant, my cat, and other nin- kung fu movies, and ninja. Kung- other lies, yeah. Is, is this movie really a kung fu movie? I think that I'm calling shenanigans. I'm on not this sure this one. movie's actually a movie. No, wow. I think it's a couple of movies. <laughs> this movie's terrible. I chose. I'm just. I'm clicking <laughs> Good around. For you. I'm clicking around, and I, I, my original movie, uh, we couldn't get access to it right away. I had chosen a different one that's going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks, um, <laughs> which is a good movie with some kung fu. This one I was like, meh, whatever. I'm clicking around on YouTube and I'm like, Diamond Force Ninja. Yeah. Meh. Diamond Force Ninja. Whatever. But you, you know what was the seal of the deal, of course? Introduced by Shokushugi. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is a done deal, you know. And I so that I chose this Diamond Force Ninja from eighty seven or eighty eight. You said eighty eight. I think it's eighty eight. I don't know. Both movies Whatever. are from eighty eight. That's why I wrote you back. I know. I know. I, Both of these movies are from eighty eight. Is that like a, I didn't, a sign? Or I something? didn't notice it, but I just I was I was just clicking around. I was like, whatever. Um, so this one was, I Shokusugi comes out and he's like, oh, welcome in, you know, and he's like he's talking about. 
he's like, this is a ninja sword, and this is the difference. Even though in the movie they were using samurai swords, yeah. he was he's teaching. He was like kind of teaching a very dumb American audience about these ninja swords. You know, Japanese like oh, okay, things. yeah, Japanese things. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, now it's time for the movie. Nothing to do with Shokasugi. It's a it's a Gordon I Ho. Was, no, it's a uh, Godfrey Ho. Godfrey Ho. IFD ninja movie, which means it's not really a it's movie. It's a casserole of nonsense. It's not even a movie. It's just this. And, of course, it's starring the king of casseroles of nonsense, the great, the great, who was in, like, 8,000 B-movies, Richard Harrison, from Operation Las Vegas. Remember oh that casserole god. of nonsense? Oh, my God. Well, we picked another it's one. It's so funny, because... I don't know. I I had hopes. I really did. When I first started this, I was like, because some of the 80s ninja movies, ninjas were hot in the 80s and 90s. I mean, they were really, it was a popular genre. Sure. But what happened was, it just became whatever. Like, ninjas were, like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe this movie. It was just such a mess. And you're just sitting there like, what's going on here? You know, it was so annoying parts of it. And uh, there was boobs. We got to see boobs. We that, did. Was, that was we good. Did. Did. Um, and 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 a ghost ninja sex scene. Yeah, we said like, kind of like in Nurse Sherry or something like that. You know, that was kind of hot. That scene was good. Yeah, uh, yeah, the girls were pretty. In the movie. I actually thought the ghost ninja dead woman was way prettier than the other one. Well, you know, the ninja the the ghost story is Japanese. Yeah, it's not it's not Chinese. It's no, Japanese. No, 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 and then and. Again, we we play just, by the just, loosest of kung fu theater rules. Trust us on that. But it was like, my favorite, one of my favorite parts of the movie was the stupid kid Bobo. It's like Bobo, come here, Bobo, and I'm like, really, Bobo? I mean, Bobo is like constantly being referenced in this movie. I go, okay, Bobo. Yeah, and Bobo. I thought Bobo was dead for a while there, but Bobo, Bobo I'm, survives. I think know? Destructo's going in for a bongo drum He's solo. He's going for some bongo fury there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, bo- <laughs> Bobo, bongo, hey, Bobo, bongo, bongo, Destructo. <laughs> Hey, hey, it's cause Marco Polo. Ah, yeah, oh, remember that? Yeah. yeah, I used to have a pool. We used to play that. You know, there's a commercial that's on now that where it's like a, some dumb insurance company, but Marco Polo is actually in the pool, and he doesn't know, know why everyone's saying his name, but then he figures out. He goes, oh, oh yeah, and then he starts playing along, and it's a pretty funny commercial. Yeah, yeah. And if the computer turns off in mid in mid uh, it, show, you can blame it's, it on the cat. Blame it on Bassanova. Yeah, or blame, blame it on, on Bassanova. Blame, blame it on, on the Rio. boogie. Or blame it on Rio. I think the Olympics on Rio. That's for Ooh. sure. But you know, that's a, what a mess. I know. That was the dumbest decision I've ever seen in my life. I know. I didn't watch I a single know. second of it. I didn't and, either. And I'm proud for that. I neither. I, I hope it never comes back. Me neither. I hope it goes away. Just go away. Just, you know, do it like the way they did it in the olden days. They did it in Greece, and everybody was doing it naked. Yeah. Go, man. Go do the nude Olympics. Yep. And I don't uh, want to see that either. No. Well, you <laughs> can play it on. You can put it on HBO or whatever. They love nudity. Yeah, no, Cinemax. Cinemax. Cinemax is who loves nudity. Oh, look, he's he's going for the he's going for the uh, he's gonna go for. Oh, look, he's 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 getting ready. Oh, there he goes. That cat can jump, man. Is it time for a break to get rid of the kitty cat, or Uh, uh, we're gonna keep talking? Let's see where this goes. Okay. uh, You know, you can tell when we take a detour at about four and a half minutes away from the movie. Oh, he's going for the guitar, the expensive guitar now. Uh oh. He's retuning it for you. Yeah, he wants, great. He wants dropped. He wants open D. I think on the guitar. I think he's um. No, no, he's just laying down. He's 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 admiring. I have a pinball machine in the studio, and then also <laughs> I have my original 1978 Star Wars uh, sheets 
that I made into a curtain around the the pinball he's machine. Admiring he's that admiring that. Yeah, he's a, he's a Star Wars super fan. He's a big fan of the original. I don't think he likes the remakes too much. No, but he yeah. does like the newer ones. He does like yeah, the newer yeah, ones. He didn't like the middle series. No, no, no. But now that Disney took it over, I think he likes the the newest one. Oh, uh, okay. Uh-huh, yeah. Whatever. And he's a young guy, so I guess he would. <laughs> he's a young guy. He's a millennial. Yeah, he is a millennial. Also right. known as. Very appropriately, by Clint Eastwood calls millennials the pussy generation. So, um, can <laughs> sure. we say that on the show, by the way? Well, but you just I, did. I just did. But anyway, he is a cat, so I guess he would be in that. He's a millennial cat. You know. He's just his own thing. Anyway, getting back to the hey, movie. Welcome to Cat pa- Cat Scratch Fever yeah. uh, here on on uh, slow on uh, indie circuit. Yeah, slow no, indie circuit. Slow indie Robotic, circuit. Go, Kung go. Fu, uh, go go. Kung Fu Theater. All our shows mashed into one. We should do that. We should take all of our shows and just. Make one big mess. I think I just did. My brain yeah, just, just hardwired. That's a nice segue into letting you know, hey, we do a lot of other podcasts. We have on the Radio St. Pete, we have the uh, Indie Circuit. The Indie Circuit, which is Wait, just about a, NASCAR. Is it, <laughs> yeah, all about car culture. No, it's all about independent music that you probably never heard of before. Uh, I did play your friend Van Duren two good, weeks ago. Good, thank you. Um, Van so Duren, thank good you. to go, yeah. Uh, get him out there. Um, then we also have Slow Robot A Go Go, which is a B movie uh, review that you can go to bunchofdorks.com. Yep. Bunch there, of the top one is Slow Robot A Go Go. Middle one is your what's your show? Um, uh, Two Dimension Comic Book Podcast, comic books. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. So the top I mean? one's B movies, middle one's comic books, and then the bottom one is a very cursy show that's now disfun. Uh, we we don't do it anymore. It's on hiatus. Yeah, it's on hiatus. It was a ten year run, um, and then. Uh, Angry music kind of stuff, so it's it's good stuff. So go to bunchofdorks.com. No, and, you're not. You're and, not going uh, up there. Yeah, exactly. So what well, what movie did we pick? I think I picked uh, Diamond Ninja Force. Diamond Ninja Diamond Force. Diamond Ninja wow. Force. Yes, sir. From uh, 1988. And Godfrey yeah. Ho directed. Godfrey Ho, I think, is one of those guys that just he was like one of those almost Ed Wood like yeah, or uh, yeah. or he just took mashup. He just did whatever. They were the lowest of budgets. There was like ten people in the movie. Um, Basically, he, he he found a movie. He got like somebody like Richard Harrison to shoot some scenes which had nothing to do with the movie. Right. And him and his dubbers and splicers and whatever <laughs> went to town. Made like, something for video. Went to town like they were making a porno. <laughs> just started cutting. Basically, stuff yeah. The um, and got now, now the 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 guy, the main guy, Richard Harrison. Richard Harrison. He, he was. What what he he wanted to be Burt Reynolds kind of here's his it deal. was the seventies you know yeah here's the deal. Richard Harrison started out I think in the late fifties early sixties he was involved with AIP he was like a okay he was like one well, not a big star but he was one of the guys then he went to Europe and became kind of like a you know like an kind of like an American you know um, yeah. star over in Europe oh okay right because that that happened from time to time destructors left the building yeah, so, he, got yeah. The, he got tired of us he just <laughs> said you know what I'll just he's listen. like if you're not going to talk about the movie at hand then I'm leaving if you're yeah. not going to talk about me because it's all about me then I'm gone I'm out of here you're not paying so attention so now Richard Roundtree who is Harrison. this guy <laughs> he went to Europe and he, he came gave, Richard Roundtree and then he started. well he would have to have done a lot more facial work uh, you know pigmentation eyes without a face yeah no. shaft without a, a shaft. afro yeah anyway um, he went over there and he did lots of spaghetti westerns. Became famous, lot of pirate movies. Oh, he did a lot of a good chunk of uh, Hercules, Growly Gladiator. You could movies. tell he was a big dude. Yeah, he was a he was a he was a big dude. He worked out and uh, you know they would want an American name so they could sell it back to the U.S. Yep, dubbed. 
So he did Whoa. hundreds of those. And his his story, I think it's true, but I mean it could be just whatever. I think he tells this story. I'm not. I can't verify. Was that he was offered uh, a fistful of dollars and he turned it down. <laughs> Huh. Yeah, so Clint Whoops. came in and, you know... Uh, it would have been... A, but then again, I think Clint... I don't Clint think it would have been that movie. Great. Yeah, he made that movie. My yeah. God, no one would have ever heard of Fistful of Dollars if it would have been that. So then Harrison kept making action movies, and then uh, somewhere in the 80s, he went to Hong Kong. He was hired, and basically the story goes... There's a lot of stories about this. There's stories that he basically shot a bunch of scenes thinking it's going to be one movie and Godfrey Ho and Joseph Lai wherever IFD people <laughs> are bought the real end took all those scenes and spliced them into a bunch of other movies so they could use his name got paid once and was used on a bunch of movies like a porn kind of so he's a porn star for Kung Fu alright well we're going to take a quick break and then when we come back we're going to get into this Hot, diamond, this hot diamond ninja. mess of whatever this is supposed to be yeah ninjas yep Kung Fu theater ninja Diamond Extraordinaire. Kung Fu Diamond Ninja Theater. Sure, whatever. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Hello. Hey, Dante, is Alex there? Hold on. Phone's for you. I think it's the devil. Make way for Corrado, the Hong Kong cat. He's the king of Kung Fu Karate. He's quick as a cougar, strong as a lion, fierce as a tiger, and he preys on man. He's coming to tear you apart. The Hong Kong Cat. Rated R. He's wild, man. There are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. Air conditioner theater. So anyway, yeah. Uh, now on to the show, which is, you know, you, you get a couple scenes of this ninja guy in red. And this is uh, Richard Harrison. Harrison yeah. um, when well, the beginning, isn't he like taking pictures of... Of his girl, of his girlfriend, and, and then these three jerks come up and start like <laughs> just bullying, hassling them. him, and then they're like, "Oh, you're the white ninja, aren't you?" Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's like, "Oh, here, hey, sweetie, go over there for a minute." And then he just starts roundhousing them and beating the heck out of them, and and then he's like, "That's oh. about as much as kung fu as we're gonna get in this movie." Yeah, pretty much. And then he leaves, um, and they're like, "Oh," because he dispatches them easily, you know, and you can tell this guy. He knows some. He yeah, knows, he, he knows some. Stuff. Some. I don't know about kung fu, but he's he can, like you're saying. He can choreograph these yeah, moves. Yeah, he's yeah. he's physically fit enough that he can yeah, do it. He can do it. Yeah. So now he leaves with the girl, and then they're like, oh, then they go to they the head guy who gets beat up goes to some the even bigger uh, dude, the, the, another guy. Which I don't even know if these are the same people we see at the end of this movie. I I the the guy he's talking to is supposed to be that guy at the end. They're not the same people. Oh, yeah. Maybe they are, but I don't know. I lost my so, way through so this So he's movie. like, oh, no, no, now we go to the to where they're digging up, they're doing some construction. And they find bones. A whole bunch of bones fall out, and they're, like, and they're, they're running around going, oh, my God, we found bones. And the boss goes, just give these guys two, money and go away. And, and money and weed. And yeah, so, and so they leave, and, and now he goes <laughs> to some office... That's all dark, and then he's like, "Oh, we found the bones at that construction site." He's like, mm, "That must be the black, the, the black ninja from our clan." Now we're gonna rule the universe. And you're like, 
are you talking about? Like, what are you, you... Like, there's just these leaps of logic that make no sense, and it's and this is where you're like, oh, no. This no, is one okay. of these. It's you one know, of like, these. Where you're just like, it's just going to be cobbled together, gobbledygook of whatever, and, and boy, does it... And in the beginning, those, those those three guys that were fighting him, they were going, "Are you the golden ninja?" Yeah, the, the, the white for, the white ninja, the white ninja, whatever. That, and you have the golden ninja power. Yeah, something like that. And you're yeah. like, "What are you talking about? You can't cold open with these things, and we have no concept of what you're even talking about." Of you know. Not. And, and then so then now this now it's like, oh well, get them to sell us that land so we can get the black ninjas. And bones. we'll rule the world, of course. And we'll rule the world, and you're like, rule the world? What are you talking about? You <laughs> but anyway, so so now now there's some rich guy, and he's like, oh, I'm rich, and and I own this land, and and they kill him. With, like they they make they kill yeah, him, they so kill it looks him, like so it they, was a heart attack. So it was a heart attack, yeah. And then the the daughter and her family inherits the house. Yeah, their daughter and 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 husband who just land from their trip to Hawaii or something like that, which was on the news. And you're like, and don't forget their son Bobo. Oh yeah, their son Bobo. Because all people, a lot of people, really nice people, name their kids Bobo. Yeah, George and what's her name? Yeah, why don't you just call him Dudu? Yeah. You know? So so anyway, now she lands, and then they're like, oh well, your your father's dead, and just stay in his house, and this is where this thing takes a right turn into half boredom, half stupidity, all why am I here? Because now they're like, okay, we'll stay here. And then the bad guys go to a girl. You just see this girl sitting there, and they're like, oh, we need you to, to take care of this family, all of them. And she's like, okay. And they're like, two million. And she's like, no, that's not enough. Three million. Okay. And you're like, is this... Because then, then they're like, oh, it's a ghost ninja. And I'm like, well, are you paying her in ghost dollars? Because I don't think the, the spirit realm needs money. <laughs> what, what are you... Okay. So now this girl, now like now it becomes poltergeist in Japan or Korea, or uh, I'm sorry, in Hong Kong, with just nonsense. Well, what, they, what they try to scare... They wanted to scare them out of the house, Yeah, right? they're trying to buy this land, so they're going to just... Nag terrorize her. them and scare them into selling it because it's haunted or something like that. But the guy doesn't see it ever, which we don't even understand why until the like the late in the last act, and you're like, huh, okay, why why didn't you tell us that earlier about that amulet? He's oh, not, the amulet, he's yeah. not seeing this stuff, and she's just acting like a kook. Oh, it turned the squids alive, and she runs out screaming. And oh, the, yeah, it's the, the, like ghostly faces show up at the oh window. God. Snakes show up, like you know, when she's holding a broom or something. You yep. know, the, and the jerk the kids, kids start seeing crap. Seeing stuff. And you know what, though, the problem also, this lady is annoying. <laughs> and this and 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 this and this guy is just like a doting husband, and and he's trying to have sex with her, and she's never given it up, and. And you're like, dude, what is going well, on until here? Well, late, later, a little bit yeah. later. But at first she's like, no. And then he's like, okay, harumph. And all the while they're trying to get this land kind of, but not really. It's just meandering from scene to scene of this. And then, this. And then, and then the other movie, because that's one movie. <laughs> and then in the other movie, yeah. like the, the bad black ninja goes to Richard Harrison's house and, and tortures and kills his wife. And kills his wife. And then like... 
you know, she he he's out for revenge, so he gets a he gets pictures from somebody. I forgot what it was of all the guys hmm. that are like the evil, the good guy guys. He goes while they're having a bad guy yeah, 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 meeting yeah. and <laughs> takes pictures meeting. of him with his very expensive camera from the seventies, yeah. which now you can get for about four bucks. Yeah, right. And um, <laughs> and and each one click click click, and then he goes to the his buddies in the. Chinese DEA or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, who? Tell me, give me dossiers and all these people." And they're like, "Okay, here you go." So now, the, the secondary movie is he's going and well, he comes back home and oh, my wife's dead. Now he's angry. He's going to avenge it, but he's not even angry. He's just a, like they don't even make it like he's going nah. And he's like, yeah, he's not right, even killing. Yeah. He's just wandering he's around. Sad. Every now and then he kills somebody, and you know, and they just cut that in. Yeah, so he, he after this, after he finds out who it is, he, you know, while the while the ghost story's going on, you'll cut to a scene of like one of the bad guys somewhere, and he shows up in his red ninja outfit, yeah, and he just whacks him with his sword or you know and, whatever. And this is this was another part that's the problem, like the like I, I okay we know I'm very annoyed with this this lady and this guy that in this room this house you know and you're like oh so. Then you go to the to the ninja fighting part, and you're like, okay, here we go, because mm-hmm. each guy is, you know, there's a big dude on roller skates, and he's the he's like a bruiser, and then you have a thin dude, and he's the guy with the with the commas, and then you have a guy with the bow staff, and you have a guy that just two yeah. guys do it together with the butterfly swords, very normal, great, okay, here we go, but it's not that, he shows up, easily dispatches of them. Like, within a half a second, he kills them. Pretty they much. fall down. He, like every ninja would, takes his face off so you can see who killed him. Yeah, as if he didn't know. End scene. And back to the, back to the stupid part. And you're like, oh, come on, man. Like, they, the bad guys barely even put up a fight. Put up a fight. Um, there was one or two of them towards the end that get a couple punches in. But not really. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, what? You're mostly watching the ghost story. Yeah. And all the ghost story basically is, which is not, I mean, you know, there's some nudity in here. The the female Japanese ghost is very pretty. I like, towards the end, the ghost story gets good. With yeah. the sex, when the girl, the ghost starts having <laughs> sex with the dude, and I'm like, all right, here we go. Yeah, because basically the girl goes, the female <laughs> Japanese goes, she's horny, apparently, and she gets inside the body of the, whatever, frigid wife or wife, and all of a sudden, hubby finds her to be, like, really like, attractive, wow. like a, you yeah. know, like a tiger or whatever. Yeah, because you know? like, that, oh, okay. okay, yeah, we're going to... He, he even says, oh, you... you I you loved said, it when you was... You're, you're, like, different now, you know? And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. So, yeah, so what happened, yeah, because, like, the... The torturing is just continuing, and then you have a shower scene, which is like, okay. The kid little... flies out a window yeah. in one scene. They just fly him out the window, Bobo. <laughs> it was like, what? what? You know, <laughs> and it, it goes in and it, it cuts. This, this is really more of a slow robot movie. Uh, oh, weird, yeah. It is a kung fu theater. This smash cuts from a thing that's that's normal to something where you're not even sure what you're watching. Like... <laughs> like you're 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 watching a lady make some noodles, and then you watch a kid fly out the window, and you're like, "What the hell am I seeing here?" Like your brain. And what there's a scene where some guy, and then they bring a magic man in there to try to yep. see if they can. Before fix it. this heats up, because this is still in the boring part of the ghost story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're worried. Oh, 
they call up the the Richard uh, uh, Harrison. Harrison. That's the only communication. He, he's on a phone, and what's really great, he's <laughs> on the he's on the Garfield phone. Oh yeah, dude. he's on the classic '80s Garfield phone many <laughs> times. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, because wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know what I mean? So he talk. He pretends like he's talking to the girl. So that's the the, the only way they can tie in the two storylines. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Of course. <sighs> you know, he got yeah. his free football phone from his Time Life operator, and he's using it. Yeah, so right. then he's like, "Oh, I'll send over a guy that can help." And <laughs> This this weird guy is like, and he's very classic, old China magic man. He's okay. This character was fine. He's like doing this weird stuff, and he puts up a thing, and now now the ghost can't go in, or can she? Well, she can at this point. Um, and oh, well, let's take a break, and then we'll come back and finish this movie out. Oh and boy. Uh, yeah, let's see if we can. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna try our best. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Johnny, what can you make out of this? This? Well, I could make caps, or a brooch, or pterodactyl. Could you, um. Now, the ultimate evil, Devil Woman, summoned from the cause of hell to curse the living. No one is safe from her slithery serpents of doom. Devil Woman takes you into a realm seldom open to human eyes. The cave of the mystical rituals of the Brotherhood of Satan will strip your nerves screamingly raw. To keep your mind from snapping, you have to keep telling yourself it's only a movie. You may not believe in the supernatural, but you cannot deny terror. Scream, no one will hear you. Run, and the silent footsteps will follow. The dead are restless and they live again. Devil Woman. The devil woman has a voluptuous body and soft silken skin that drives men wild. The kiss of death. The meanest mothers that ever walked the face of the earth take on the sinister sister of Satan. And the kung fu battles, the unspeakable evil in a fight to the death. Devil Woman, listen for the laughter that has no sound. Watch for the face that's formed by shadows. Devil Woman, she's there, waiting, watching. Beware the eyes that paralyze. The Devil Woman invites you to share a living nightmare of the bazaar. This is a film that will stretch your eyes. Devil Woman, don't cross a path unless you're tired of living. In cursed color. Now I swear, the next one of you primates even touches me. Yeah! Oh, Army of Darkness, you're you the greatest. You see in the theaters? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. So, okay. Um, now where we're, are we? Now we're picking up because the ghost attack, the ghost ninjas, as they start calling them, are, are she's attacking a little bit more. And at one point, she comes into the house while the couple's having sex, and she gets kind of rammy. And then that's where this kind of takes... Like Rammstein, the uh, band? This flips back to being not so bad anymore, because she starts taking over the body and then having sex with this guy. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. And he's happy now. And this is also where you see, because she tries it once, and he's wearing a medallion. And that repels her. And then you're like, oh, okay, 
that's a little tidbit of, of knowledge I needed a bit earlier as to why he wasn't seeing anybody. But who cares, movie? Thanks, Godfrey. And then, <laughs> oh. so then he takes it off in the shower, and she calls him out. This poor guy. I felt sorry for this guy because he lives a tortured life. This woman is constantly nagging and harping, and she's a harpy. Like she just constantly needs his attention, needs his help. Flipping out about something, I'd be like, "This guy should leave." But yeah. anyway, so he doesn't want to lose half his money or half her money. <laughs> half her money. <laughs> so now, so now he forgot his amulet, <laughs> and it's on like Donkey Kong, as yeah. they say. The and, S hits the F. As and they this too. girl, this ghost ninja takes this guy and has her way with him and you see it then she takes him out into the beach and has like <laughs> the, the the wife wakes up in the morning and finds him against the rocks on the beach <laughs> and he has like vampire eyes now because yeah, now he's yeah, been possessed yeah, yeah. and at one point he says I like he's so much better with her <laughs> No, I I mean, she's great. You're like a oh, sack of potatoes. And, right he, and at that point, I'm like, "Ooh, you, your your life is now over officially. Even yeah. after this is all done and behind you, you're never living you're that never sentence living. down. You're, every day you're gonna remember For, those forever, guys. forever. You didn't like the food. That's because I'm a uh, you know yep. blah 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 blah. I guess I'm not your ghost ninja. So yeah. anyway, so we also forgot to say that oh, God. to to introduce all of these weird shenanigans, they show a clip of a. Of a spiritual oh, ninja, the guy, yeah, the spiritual like guy, moving yeah. a sword around, and then they show the sword glisten, and then some shenanigans happen, and you're like, oh god, come on, and so now, now we're kind of <laughs> ramping up, and they're they try to go to the, our hero's house, but don't make it because the car doesn't start, and then they're trapped in there, and then the ghost is really going nuts, the ghost ninja, and then the the medicine man is getting drunk with the captain of the, 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 the police captain. Right. And he's like, Oh, something's wrong. I gotta go. I gotta go get this guy. Oh, we gotta go save him. Cause now it's kind of shaking apart. They're really trying to trash this place, you know? And, um, it, it it's, <laughs> so the house is falling apart and they're is trying to rape. No, this house is on fire. So now they're trying to save, they're all trying to save this family and the ghost is kind of going nuts because the kid, Bobo, the idiot kid, kicked the ball and it knocked the sign that was saving them off. And uh. now, but now we switch back to the, to the, to the end fight because the, the ninjas, he, the ninja has the good guy ninja has killed all the underlings and now he's fighting the head guy. Yeah. And he's kind of like, "What are we doing here?" And this guy's like, "I want ultimate power." And he's like, "What are you talking about? Our clans are the same, and we're yeah. we're friends." And then you see this golden doll or this he golden up on the mountain. With yeah. It or oh something, yeah, that's right? the very end shot. Oh, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. before that, you kind of see him adjusting his chi with it or something. I'm like, okay, yeah. whatever. Now it's the end fight. Between the red ninja took a little longer. and the black ninja, yeah, the, this actually took a couple seconds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're fighting and just kind of doing flips, cartwheels, you know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and he's and he actually throws. There is some ninja th- star throwing. Sure. And um, and that I will say we didn't, as a culture, we didn't know a whole heck of a lot about that stuff before this movement. Uh, like before the ninja movies and before the influences no. of the 80s 
Like, I don't think America really knew very much about no. that stuff. With Wasn't there ninjas and some... I keep thinking there was ninjas and, and, and Bond movies back in the 60s or 70s. Mm-mm. No? You've no. seen them all. Yeah, no. Um, no. I mean, they had some assassins, but they weren't, like, a, the official ninja. And the reality of it is, we've we've hol- we've made it... Movies have made ninjas look like that. That's not the reality of it. Ninjas were hid in whatever clothing they needed. If they needed to kill a peasant, they looked like a peasant. If they needed to kill a dignitary... They were like stealth spies. They were spies. spies yeah. But they were just good at killing people. And, and yay well, on them. Th- there's a movie in 81, which we'll be doing eventually, called Enter the Ninja with Franco Nero. That's nice. the one that started off all yeah. the, uh, but the it, craze. But the, so it was a very interesting subject matter. And you can see why it kind of... It became almost like gunslingers from the Old West ninjas, uh, knights from the mid- medieval times. These weren't really that chivalrous of people. They just became that. They were spies. They were killers and spies. Killers, yeah. you know. So, but anyway, now so now it's the end fight. And but it ninjas goes, are Japanese. Yeah, ninjas are Japanese um, completely. Yeah. Um, Hong Kong movie. Yeah. Okay. And, and they just, and, and you know, so they he kills them at the end. Of course he does. Yeah, he's of course he does. He's the golden super ninja. Yeah, he's the golden super he's ninja. Richard <laughs> And I forget if they even go back to the family. Yeah, they do. Okay, they do kind of a wrap-up. Oh, yeah, thank God we're all good. I'm pretty sure they do. And yeah. they wipe the black eyeliner off the guy, so yeah, now he's back to normal. Yeah, and the girl. And he still doesn't want to have sex with the wife, but, you know. Whatever, good luck on that, you know. bro, for the rest of your life. Yeah, take some Viagra or and, something. You know. And then the, nin- then the ninja is up on top of this mountain, and he's holding the golden ninja statue above his head. And yeah. the lights, the sun's coming up behind him, so he's like... Yeah. And you're like the end, and you and you're and like great, thank, thank you, God, you ended. Oh yeah. man, what a disappointment, you know? Because I, I, as soon as I saw Richard Harrison, Joe Godfrey, who I knew what was getting into, yeah. I didn't know. I thought, okay, here's what they do. I talked to my friend before I came in here. Uh-huh. He was like, didn't you know what these movies were? I go, I thought these movies took Richard Harrison and spliced them into another martial arts movie. I didn't think they were going to splice him into a ghost story, but or, this is what this is. Yeah, and it's. It, the ghost story is the real story, basically. The other thing is just like this, like side, side show you got on the side, just so they, they can wanted a name. to say ninja. Just like it's just yeah, just like a ninja and put a a, a a guy who could sell a movie maybe in the yeah. U.S. And Something. I get it, and I have been very critical of this movie because it did it badly. Like yeah, of like some of these are actually funny, even if they're not good. You laugh some at of them, them. Are, yeah. But this one was just a slog. There it was, was a they just threw. It, on the wall and see what sticks and it's okay that's good enough yeah whatever and this just was fights. the this was the whatever of ninja movies they just whatever that's fine who cares just most of them I, I believe anything I believe most things by Godfrey Ho and I, Joseph Lai are pretty much same yeah. there may be a couple of ones that are a little bit that you can't tell it's two different movies but the most of them I think you can tell because there are some really fun funny movies there's some right. fun ninja movies out there there's some yeah. there's some very, obviously lots of very entertaining with the martial art fights and the kung, and the choreographed yeah. fights and stuff like that. There was no martial arts in this. There wasn't. Like, None. It was so little. And at the end, Shokasugi's like, okay, we'll see ya. I don't even I don't even remember if he was there. I think he just is like, oh, brought to you by Shokasugi. And you're like, 
What? That's like when they used to have these videos. I think we did one. It was Sybil Danny's Adventure Theater. She'd show up at the beginning and go, Oh, this is a great movie. Watch it. And at the end, did you like it? Good. Here's my boobs. You know, yeah, like, hey, look at my legs. Aren't they long? Sure are. Bye. Yeah, that's it. Sybil and Danny's then you heard a cha-ching sound from her cash register that she took the, her and those, check. And, yeah, and, those, and were, it, those were in the big clamshell it, boxes, too. So you got like, you know. <laughs> you literally heard her her check cash as she was walking. That's a that's a show, Kasugi. You could, yeah, you could hear the check. Kasugi said, hey, you know what? I want in on that Civil Danning Adventure Theater thing. I want to show Kasugi's adventure. Kung Fu theater I want in on that. Theater. Hey, I want in on some of that hot action. I want some hot video Time action. for show Kasugi to show you what he's got. Yeah. Now it's time for me. You know, the hell with Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan. Now it's me. I make my money now with Ninja no. Theater. So, yeah, sure, show. I mean, what would you... Would show you, me the money, What show. would you give this? Oh, you know what? I give it a five. Take it or leave it. If you're into uh, this, if you think... If you're into dopey B-movies, Z-movies, whatever, yeah, see, go ahead and give it a shot. I was going to give it a three. Movie. I was actually yeah, going to give it a three. Yeah, that's fine. Because it, 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 it yeah. was offensively boring. Uh, you know, and that's... At one point, I fell asleep and I had to rewind uh, yeah, it, like, and I was like, oh, "I kind of dozed on, off man. and I didn't rewind it." I was yeah, just waiting for it to end. You missed the girl screaming. But around I wasn't it. drinking beer or hanging out with friends, so I just watched it on my own. So yeah. I was like, you know, if you're in a social event, maybe you might get. Some I was stone cold sober too. Yeah, it's not good for these. Movies. It's not good usually. No. So, all right, well, that's no. it for this week. My name is Matt. With me as always, Doctor Morbius, and we will see you next week. With probably a little bit better choice oh, of no. high-flying kung fu awesomeness. This is our reverse. Uh, you know, what, what did you just always try to find worse movies than the other? Nah. One? Uh, versus. I'm going to try to do. I'm oh, going to try to no. versus you next week and see if I can find a worse one. See, hey, see which one wins. Hey, but then the week after that, I'm coming back with, with, the, with one of the greatest one? movies ever. That's going to be Big Trouble in Little China. That's what I'm bringing. Okay, up. that's in two. Weeks. I already gave it to you. So in two weeks, bear with us because in two weeks, awesome awesomeness with uh you know uh, uh what's his name uh, kurt russell kurt russell which is he's hilarious next week it'll be like ninja leave it to be <sighs> or something like that the, my pain it's not gonna be good the pain runs deep in my soul you and doctor uh what was the name from lost in space uh oh, the pain, oh, the pain, the pain. Boy, the pain. Uh, except i'm not a t- i'm not a pedophile so okay <laughs> all right we'll see you next week everyone <laughs> that's it man game over man it's game over